0: Hey everybody, and welcome to episode 62 of Sunfire Tavern. This is our podcast for gamers and geeks, where we talk about everything going on in the games industry, movies, and TV. With me, Ollie, and my co-host Clark, discussing the hot topics from the last few weeks. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at Sunfire Tavern, and you can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And you can send us your questions, comments, whatever you'd like, uh, using the Google form in the uh, link below. Hey Clark. how's it going? I'm sorry, Clark isn't here right now. Please leave a message after the tone. Oh, sorry. i <laughs> you
1: after recovering from a massive hangover. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, I'm
0: fine. How are you? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm good. I am also uh, in, a, in recovery mode. We are, me really? and me and Clark are both in Delicate have been delicate out states, delicate states Yes. We've it was so delicate. We've been out recently, but we thought we'd have yeah. a a quiet a lot a, 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 a sort of low and slow podcast yeah today. we've we've yeah. got
1: very barely any um anything organized or arranged this week because we're both being useless this week <laughs> um my, my excuse is because it was pride yesterday so uh i've been building up to that and i was marching with my company and it mm. was i I've, i forgot when i go into those big events that i sort of power up and yeah i, I, I forgot about power up clark he kind of snuck up on me yesterday oh wow uh, which is why i've got the voice of a teenager at the moment so i'm like
0: how was uh yeah but how was how was the parade how was everything
1: it was fantastic. So I wanted to give a big shout-out to the organisers um, because they managed to keep away all of the gross hate groups. Um, oh, the, it really did seem like they put a lot of effort into just pushing them away. Like, you could see there was a... There was a turf group that were, like, miles away from the parade that were being pushed further and further back. Awesome. There was a preacher that kept popping up and then just getting, like, eradicated, which was cool. <laughs> um, and it was just great. Like, it was a really open day. Like, it was nice and hot. I'm a little bit sunburned. Mm. Um, and we, we were marching. So I was marching with my company, but no one's heard of our company's name. So I was like, hey, it's us. Big company name. As we was going past the crowd, and people were like, what? And I was like, mobile games. And everyone was like, oh, yay, cheering. And then I was like, come on, let's hear a big cheer for gay mobile games everyone was like cheering at that and stuff so I was I was, I was I was doing this thing where i was like running from either side of the road yeah like get get one side to cheer and then get the other side to cheer louder and say like come on the right side of the road they suck let's be louder come on oh wow let's make it gay and, and, and then i just started getting like really into it and like e- even my colleagues were like where the hell did you get all that energy from that was amazing that's awesome because I, I was like going full hype beast mode and i was like hyping up all the people around me and stuff and and then I got to the end of it and I nearly died. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I mean, I just that's, couldn't walk anymore. <laughs>
0: that's fucking awesome, man. Damn. But that it's, it's like just because
1: time. I used to do that kind of stuff at like Gamescom and all that kind of stuff. Like I, I used to like run around and get the crowd hyped up. Yeah. And that, that was, was my job. Like I didn't just on just a mental case. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> it just suddenly it like turned <laughs> on and it was like you know you're just like oh my god I'm back in I'm back in it's exactly
1: like, yeah just... like suddenly I'm out in the out in the real world again like pandemic's sort of done and yeah. it was just nice to suddenly be back into that mentality again so. But yeah we marched it was great uh we were right behind the rugby players which i wasn't complaining about <laughs> uh <laughs> literally right behind them and i was just like oh this is gonna be nice uh, and it was lovely uh and then just behind us with the it was land rover and then this group of like it was like dancing for pride and they danced the entire way
0: oh my god that must and be... they
1: were like trying to get us joining i was like listen bitches i have not got the energy for
0: this yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you say you've not got the energy, yeah. but it's meanwhile riling up both well, sides.
1: Screaming! Of the crowd. I was running around with giant lollipop with that company name on it as well, like, <laughs> tapping people on the head with it and stuff, and being and doing like limbo games as we as we're walking. Like
0: oh, it's really man. fun. I, awesome. I
1: forgot I, I do power up when that kind of stuff happens. How, so.
0: how long is the? How long is the actual parade for? Like how far? How long does it take you to walk from one side to the other?
1: So you start at just before Green Park, mm. uh, and then you march all the way down to the Strand, effectively. Ah. Um, and you move at like a couple of feet, then you stop, then a couple of feet, then you stop. Cool. So occasionally, oh, sorry, excuse me. Um, occasionally you'll, you'll march for a couple of minutes without stopping, but they have to keep stopping to allow the crowd to pass like across the streets. Right. Um, so you stop quite a lot, and they also have to stop to let the floats kind of move forward so they don't run anyone over. Uh, and you know there's there's all, there's all kinds of reason why the parade stopped but it, it, i mean it's it's already like that's probably a 20 minute walk if you're going like full speed so mm-hmm. doing that um it, like in a parade setup it, it took about 3 hours like we were walking for 3 oh, 4 wow. hours that's it was great though like people were giving us water and stuff there was people giving us beer uh it was <laughs> good. it was wonderful it was a good, was good really mix good. Yeah, yeah it was it was genuinely wonderful And our team had a really good time like we we only had a few people show up from our company cuz um I'm not sure if our queer representation is as high as it could be, or mm. if it's just that we don't have many people that are out of the closet. Um, but next year, we're going to put a bit of a big push in to get a lot more people in, because it, it can be a really fun event. Awesome. i sorry, I've completely dominated the conversation.
0: No, 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 I think this is good. Like, this is, yeah. this is what I want to hear. That like, isn't just, just yeah. these conversations about... I feel like having a bit of a rambly one. Like, I know... So we do... So we do have a schedule. Um, Let's do the agenda. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, the, agen- the agenda is, is very light, so uh we've got the usual what we've been watching what we've been playing um we've got we can talk about the Nintendo Direct mini that happened recently we've got EA getting roasted for social media sh- snafu Ooh, <laughs> i don't think I, I don't think i heard about this one yeah, or oh, maybe i one. did actually it's a fun one okay uh and then we've got the rem- return to monkey island drama uh and then we can talk about the boys and strange things because uh, those, those are the points on the agenda. I need to catch up on the boys. But I I've been seeing... I think I know what happens just because I've been, like, getting spoiled on Reddit a lot. But, like... Um, which is interesting. But I need to catch up. But, um... Yeah. Uh, I guess we can start with what we've been playing and what we've been watching, then. Yeah. Um, so, uh, should, I, I guess I'll go first. Yeah, um, you could go, go nuts. So, um... What have I been playing? Well, uh, a I've been playing Neon White a lot. I still think that is my game of the year uh, so far. I absolutely love that game, and it's also really, really, really great to hear, uh, that it's doing really well as well. As in, like, you know, it's very popular with a lot of like other people, which is great to hear, and the game's doing very, it's been very successful, oh, I think.
1: I've heard nothing but fantastic things about this game, like everyone's raving about it.
0: Yeah, I think it just does a really good job of getting people to feel like, kind of like, you know, those kinds of like action, the, the, the combination of actions and how the level, the level design is like so well crafted that it just gets you to feel really cool. Like, it makes you feel like you're the most in- insane, like, cracked video game player when you're playing it. And, like, it doesn't even, like, and, and that's great that it's, like, almost, ex- it's, like, almost made, like, you know, like, the really co- you know when you watch people doing, like, speed runs and stuff like that, and you're like, oh my god, that's so, that's so insane. Like, it makes you feel like you you can do that which I think is really good. Like it, it almost makes it like, accessible. So um, it
1: feels like a speedrunning game that doesn't restrict people that aren't speedrunners effectively. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh,
0: yeah. It, yeah, which is amazing. So I mean plot uh plot aside, like yes, I I mean I love it because it's like very 90s cheesy anime kind of thing. I haven't finished the game yet, so I think there is like one plot element that seems like it could be interesting. Um, cause yeah, sadly, I've actually. I really wish I had more time to play video games, cause now I've got like a big backlog of things I want to finish and go through, but, uh, I've been, yeah, going out and doing things, unfortunately, so. Um, but yeah, like, Neon White, um, is amazing. Please play it. Cannot recommend it more to people. Um, then I was also playing, uh, Escape from Tarkov again, cause, uh, okay. the, the new wipe happened. So, uh,. Just I was decided. Me and some friends. I was because we always joke about it. Every time there's a wipe, we're like, "Hey guys, who wants to get back on the saddle? Who wants to go, who wants to play some more Tarkov?" And everyone's like, "Ha ha 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 ha!" And but this time we're like, "Yeah, we are. We are going to crack on and um, give it a shot." They've added so much content now, which is insane. Like the game is very different from when I remember it. Like all the maps that I had memorized have like doubled in size which is crazy, because it's like, oh, great, now there's even more angles that I need to, like, learn or, like, run around from. But it also, it's very cool, because it means that you get to, like, explore more, and it feels actually more like an open-world-ish kind of game. Um, but, oh, man, it's, very, it's... Like, that game is, like, the highest highs and the lowest lows of, like... Lowest lows being you spawn... You spend loads of money on, like, gear and stuff. You spawn in, and you just instantly get one-tapped by someone who's just really good. And it's just, like, the most demoralizing thing... But when you're the person on the other side of that, it is the most exhilarating, like, holy shit, like, I had one of those, like, really, it's like those, like, really chaotic moments where, like, you're in, like, a proper firefight for, like, a good five minutes with, like, different players, then, you know, all the, like, NPCs just start running in because they're attracted to the gunshots and it just becomes, like, absolute chaos. But at the end of it all, you're just, like, standing there on, like, a mountain of loot and, like, you know... Gear and everything, and it's like, oh man, it's so satisfying. Like that, 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 it is that moment. Those moment, those moments, I feel like, is what really keeps me coming back to talk of. Um, and also, having other people to play it with makes the low, low, the low moments uh, more tolerable. The but, low lows. Yes, the low lows. Yes. Low lows. It makes it way more tolerable because like obviously when you die and you have someone else there it's like you know you can you can laugh about it or whatever or like you know sometimes you watch your friend die and then you laugh and then you immediately die afterwards but you know besides that point but um also that game is really hot it is fun to play with other people but it is also surprisingly one of these multiplayer games where like sometimes i feel like playing with more people makes it harder because, like, coordinating a squad of people without any of the heads-up displays or anything like that, you know, like, normally in, like, Overwatch or whatever, you can see your teammates through, you know, walls and things like that. Or you can yeah. ping to, like, to be like, oh, yeah, do this or whatever, right? You know, or, you know, you have, like, in modern Battle Royale games, you only know, have, like, uh, compass markings at the top of the screen and stuff. Like, Tarkov specifically doesn't have any of that because it's trying to make it so like, coordination is difficult and something that is a skill that you have to, like, do. Which you can argue is, like, really fucking annoying... But, like, I think it does mean that, like, I guess for people who like playing solo, it gives them a chance to, like, really disorient a squad of people. Because if they're having, like, communication things, being like, oh, yeah, he's on the left. But obviously, if you're looking in a different direction, they're like, what, what do you mean? And then you, they end up shooting their own teammates and stuff like that as well. Like, I've seen so many clips of people who, um, you know, they kind of just, like, walk into a squad of people, and then they kind of just, like, the, the squad doesn't realize that they have, like, an extra member with them, and then it's just the chaos that ensues, like, when they suddenly realize, like, wait, no, 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 there's, like, another person here that's not supposed to be here. So they're all doing the thing where they're trying to, like, you know, you can't hear their comms, because they're on Discord, but you can hear them trying to, like, get- identify who's who, so they all start wiggling. So then, as soon as you see them start wiggling, you just try and, like, kill as many of them as possible. <laughs> like... But yeah. Um, so yeah, Tarkov is good fun. Uh, I have... I really really wanted to play um, the new uh Nirvana initiative sorry um AI the somnium files uh, Nirvana initiative that came out recently because uh, I thought heard that but okay I thought it was oh yeah so um the Som- uh, the somnium files I don't know the name it's very long uh, I think it's just called Som- somnium files uh, was a visual novel game on Switch and Steam that came out a few years ago. It's made by the same person who wrote like this like a combination of like Danganronpa and the Zero Escape series. So like one of these games where tackles plot lines and twists and mysteries incredibly well, but also has an overtones of like very cheesy, don't take this seriously anime kind of thing. Um, and the first one was really fun. Uh, so I'm and I've seen really good reviews for the second one. So I'm really interested to um, Play it, but for some reason on Switch, it's it came out. It's out in the U.S., but it got delayed for EU, so you can't download it yet, which is annoying. Because I'm like, just just give me the U.S. version. Like, just let me download the U.S. version. I'll play that on my Switch. I could play it on Steam as well, but I think it'd be a good like travel game. So, yeah, waiting to play that. And um, oh, I did I did actually. I know last week I was talking about like that indie game uh, called uh, Please Fix the Road. I did download that eventually and uh, play through that a little bit. And that's fun. It's just a fun little puzzle game. It's one of these puzzle games where it's like, this would be an incredible mobile game. But visually, it's so about stunning. that game
1: yesterday? Uh, last, last time we, we did a... Po- we, uh, what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, Can yeah. We talked about that last time on the podcast is what I'm trying to say.
0: Yeah, because I saw, I I saw it and I hadn't played it yet. But I actually sat down and played it. So the visuals on it are incredible. It's very much one of these games where like uh, a tech artist basically went, like, I have this really cool thing. I have this really cool technique. And then they went, nah, I need to make a game around it. So then they did. Uh, it, it gives me very much vibes of, like, a Townscaper. Um, if you've seen that. Like, the sort of, like, city oh uh, Yeah, it's,
1: like, super chill, like, where you build the stacks of, like, like you building a town in the ocean, and then it just builds like nice and chill. That yes, exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like that, but um, it like visually gives me like th- it gives me vibes of that, but is also just a puzzle game underneath, uh, which is very cool. So yeah, uh, I think that's most of what I've been playing and watching. Like, I'll I'll take a break because I feel like I've I've, I've uh, talked for like ten minutes about random things. <laughs> so here, I'll pa- I'm gonna pass you the the hat of the what What have you been playing? And what talking hat. Yeah, the talk. Uh, so a lot
1: of my week has been taken up by playing a little bit more of Assassin's Creed Origins and uh, Monster Hunter Stories Two. Oh, wow! Which okay. is kind of cool. Um, so I've really been enjoying Monster Hunter Stories Two. Like um, it's 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 like a Final Fantasy meets Pokemon game, but with the Monster Hunter's franchise on top of it. And it's it's a really good selve if you haven't um, if you haven't played a Final Fantasy traditional Final Fantasy game in a long time because mm. it uses like very old turn based mechanics. Which yeah. I quite like. Um, so I've been enjoying that. Um what else I've been doing. Uh catching up on Stranger Things, the boys. Um Haven't watched any movies this week, which is weird for me. I usually watch a couple of movies a week, but again, been busy with pride and building mm. up to all that kind of stuff, so busy, busy week for me. Um what else I've been playing. Uh da, 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 da. I'm doing a lot on a, on the game that we're working on, but it's you know it's it's the yeah, game can't. I'm working on, so I can't really talk about that. Yeah, I get that. Um, what else have I been playing? Oh, I went back on my retro arc thing as well because I've been playing more of my uh, emulated games on my Series X. Um, so I've been playing a little bit of Klonoa, which is a very old game. Which oh, uh, did you, Do you remember off. Klonoa? Yeah, yeah. Side scrolling platform. I played a bit of Pandemonium as well, which is another side scrolling platformer. That one I've um, not heard of. It's incredible. It's 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 such a niche game. Like no one knows about this game, but it was it was brilliant for what it was. Um Had a really bizarre intro as well, where they make Shatner's pay, but it's a whole thing that you need to see. Um <laughs> but Yeah, it's 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 nonsense. Yeah, it's absolute nonsense. Uh Played Vib Ribbon as well. If you have oh, yeah, ever yeah. heard of that? That was a classic game. Yeah. Like, that was like an experimental game from from early it's PlayStation. P S one, right? Yep, and it was the first game to come out on the PlayStation that was nine ninety nine. Oh really? For good reason because it was like um it was black and white it was two-dimensional well it was three-dimensional but with like line art it was all line art yeah it was very
0: um yeah like a tech almost like a tech demo very indie tech demo i remember you was that the game where you put in your music cds like you'd you'd load up vib ribbon then you'd switch out to a music cd and then it would like play the music cd or something. yeah that's the one yeah, yeah yeah
1: and it would make like bizarre levels and stuff and uh it was great it was uh it's a fantastic game and i just played it a little bit and I, I remember the like the tutorial music for it was so good um so i've been playing that uh otherwise i've not i've not really been playing many video games this week because i've been working a lot so yeah i mean that's fine. um but yeah so that's that's been my week of playing and watching i feel like we're gonna have a very short <laughs> podcast this
0: week on the <laughs> on, on the topic of um retro arc and emulation yeah dude i went I had the weirdest thing. So like how much do you know about like bootleg games? Quite a lot. Okay. So I basically when I was really young cuz my grandpa used to come from uh, Myanmar, or Burma, and he would give me like these emu- these like sort of um you know like 50 in 1 cartridges for like Game Boy and Game Boy Advance stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I stuff, know the right? you mean. And they obviously, they're just full of bootleg games, and like, I suddenly had remembered this one I played. Because I was talking to someone about Digimon, and I told you about this Digimon game that I had played, and they were like, this, ga- this game does not exist. And I was like, no, 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 no. Because then we tried looking through all the, like, Digimon games that existed. And basically, this game that I played was, like, a Digimon Tactics game that was on, like, Game Boy, and you have your Digimon, and then it was like, kind of like Advance Wars in the sense that, you know, it's like top down, and you move your Digimon around and you attack, and then um, you have to clear the levels by just killing, like, all the going through all the enemies. Kind of like Fire Emblem. It was weird, because it was like playing Fire Emblem, I think this was before Fire Emblem maybe even existed, or something. So, it was very weird, but... I remembered that game, and then, obviously, we looked through all the Digimon games and it didn't exist, and I was like, what the fuck? And then I realized that there's actually, like, you can go on, like, on the internet, there's, like, um, websites which they just try to collect boot ro- like bootlegs of ROMs, like, all the, like, weird hacked bootleg versions of games. And so I looked in the Digimon section and I found it, and it was, like, such a weird experience of, like, finding this game. It was like, oh my god, it was not a fever dream, it was real. <laughs> and, like, see, and then watching it, and then hearing the music, and, like, I don't know why the, like, obviously, because it's a bootleg game, the the music is super shit, but just hearing the battle music, I was, like, it just, like, triggered something in me. I was like, what the fuck? So I kind of want to, like, download it and play it, just to remind myself of, like, yeah, you know, actually see, like, was this game actually good, or was this just, like, me being a kid, and being, like, I'll just play whatever the fuck I get. It probably good. wasn't good. Yeah, I need to... Uh, I've
1: I found that with a lot of stuff, where I've gone back to it and gone, oh, oh. Like, yeah. Gold, GoldenEye is the perfect example that game has aged like like bread <laughs> it's, it's, it's the worst it, it it's you can't control it it looks awful it doesn't upscale at all it it's horrible but at the time it was iconic and obviously really yeah. really um experimental but now it's 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 trash
0: have you played right. uh, did you play it on a n60 on an n64 controller or on an n64 or did you emulate it yeah. yeah yeah oh so you did play it on an n64
1: n 64 emulator, but yes.
0: Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, yeah. so I because. But with a,
1: with the controller, I played it with the N64 controller. I've got a okay. a USB uh, socket for my PC that allows me to plug in a PlayStation One controller or an N64 controller. It's oh, got, that's like, awesome. Two sockets, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but N64 controllers also suck.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, so like for me, like when I played, but Goldeneye, because I, I went back and played Goldeneye, um, and I played it on the ori- on my like original N64. I dusted it off and just like p- plugged it in and played it. And man, like, how the fuck did we deal with playing with games with like less than one frame a second sometimes? You know, like something horrible, explodes, something explodes, and I was just like, holy fuck, what? But I mean, I think I I think the game is still okay, especially if you play it like emulated on a like on a PC. And then there's also they've done things where you can get a mouse and keyboard support for it as well. And um, I think it's fucking great. But it, it does make... You can tell that when you play with a mouse and keyboard, it does actually break the game. Like, it makes the game feel... You, you just feel like a god. Because it's like all the enemies... It, the game is designed for a controller, right? So all the enemies are, like, underwater. But you can just, like... Sw- like Literally, like, dark, almost like Dark Souls Elden Ring style, like, roll out of the way of where the bullets are going to go and just, like, yeah, yeah. shoot them. Oh, man. Like, because I, I normally do that to play... Uh, Perfect Dark, because I still think Perfect Dark is one of the best, like, like one of the best. That has aged
1: well because I played that recently and it has aged quite well. Yeah, yeah, like it's just
0: just the design, like the level design and the mission design Mm. is really, really good. Have you seen? um, There's this indie game called um, I think it's literally called Agent 64 on Steam. I know, I've heard of it, I've not seen it, I've heard
1: of it. Yeah,
0: so, there was, because it was, like, when Steam Steam did, like, their Summer Game Fest, you know, they had, like, all the uh, demos for different games. That was one of them, and I heard a lot of traction around it, and people were just like, this is a completely shameless rip-off of of GoldenEye. But, I think it was more of, like, a thing of being like, well, they're not gonna, you know, re-release GoldenEye, so I'm gonna do it myself. So... Um, but, yeah, I, I want to I, I see if that demo is still kicking around, because I want to try it out um, and oh, see. Yeah, so
1: you, you can get, like, so there's a lot of archives online that archive every single digital thing. Yeah. Um, like, you can still get, um, do you remember you'd go to, like, uh, you could get, like, event Pokemon. You can still get the oh, yeah. ROMs that launch those event Pokemon. So, like, the 2008, I think it is, or 2007 Surf Pikachu is just a ROM running on a custom uh, ds in a shop um oh, wow. so someone's obviously managed to get a hold of that rom and just duplicated it all, all of that stuff is out there uh, obviously nintendo are working very hard to make it not be out there but yeah. as, as nintendo take one down ten more reappear. so <laughs> um so yeah but it's 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 definitely easy to get hold of um and i'm sure you can find it if you look in an archive somewhere you can find it uh like i mean i downloaded a selection of roms for retro art, test them out. And you don't just get, like, one game, you get 85 variants of that game, like all the different iterations and rebuilds and remakes and stuff that people have made of it, so Mm -hmm. it's hard to sometimes work out what the real one is, but, you know, we're talking about emulation and it's a spiky subject anyway. Um, but yeah, so, um, what were we talking about?
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, sorry,
1: um... So we, we could can, do the agenda. We've, yeah, done, we can, yeah. we've done the agenda, but we could start going through the points yeah, let's on the start, agenda. Let's start going through the agenda. I mean, going I'm going to apologize really deeply for, to the listeners today, because I feel like shit today.
0: <laughs> Dude, it's cool, man. <laughs> Look, we're just having a low, like, again, just having a chill one. No, like, but I
1: needed this. I needed a chill day. You're doing a podcast. Yeah. Sitting on my sofa. Try not to die.
0: Having <laughs> some water. Yeah. Dude. Um, So what's What's the first point? I can't even read. So we've got uh, the Nintendo Direct Mini. So I'm. Oh, I've got the
1: thing loaded up. Actually, I've got the list. Yeah, I've pulled up a list Um, as well, so we can go through that. You
0: you go. You go. So uh, I guess we can go from the top. So obviously we've got Monster Hunter Sunrise. uh, Monster Hunter Rise. Sunbreak.
1: Can you link me your list because we're going through a different list here? I've got a different. I've got a different order. I'll DM it to you. There you go. We're just doing a bit of live podcast
0: editing here. Hi everyone, this is Hollywood.
1: (laughs) This is how it works. Um, So I
0: think this was in the order that the actual direct was, if I remember correctly. So um, yeah, we've got Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. So more Monster Hunter Rise for which is reviewing
1: really well. Yeah, people are saying it's excellent, but I'm just I'm done with it. Like. I can't go back to Monster Hunter again. Even he says playing a spin-off of the game, but <laughs> I can't go back to the the main game. There's just too much to catch up on. Right?
0: Yeah, I, I I do think it's one of those games where it's like, yeah, I feel like maybe I don't know if this is like an age thing or whatever. But sometimes when I'm like, oh man, this game, I'm sure this game is incredible, but like I just like to like getting in, like just starting, like building the momentum to start playing it is like too it's... high. You know it's I mean? such a massive time investment as well. Yeah. I mean I say but yeah, that yeah, I mean, playing it's,
1: it's, re- it's reviewing really well, so we can't really say much about it, but it's people people are loving it. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah.
0: And you know, yeah. say I you know, what I just said, meanwhile trying to play Escape from Tarkov, which is arguably <laughs> even more. It's like for fuck's sake. Okay, fair. Yeah. So um then we've got Neo Automata the end of your hard edition. Uh this is Fascinating. Wait, which one is me. it though? So you it's said it,
1: you said you said two games, which one was it? Uh Neo Automato. Neo Automato. Uh <laughs> <laughs> fucking Okay, at least you thought a joke about Esposito this week. Though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. You did actually get me there. I was like, No, 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 it's only no, one, no. Game. You know, no, it's one game. Like, yeah. No, No, it's two. One's about <laughs> yeah. a vegetable or a fruit. Yeah. Depending on where you're from. Could be a fruit <laughs> or a vegetable, no one knows. Neo Automato at the end of yes. your hat edition. So yes. this is the original near Automata, but a Switch edition, or yeah.
0: So this is kind of crazy to me. So is I I don't know if this is like a streaming thing or if it is like they just actually ported the game to Switch because that game is like visually. I remember when it came out, visually it was beautiful. like fucking beautiful. Yeah. So I can only imagine how it would probably look terrible on the switch
1: oh no this would absolutely run on the switch like this is a I mean it's a game from like 2008 or 2009 isn't it from years ago I don't think it's that old wait let me look to me it looks like a really really good ps2 game or a really really good ps3 game Like, in fact ps3 I would say it was it
0: 2017
1: oh okay then I'm very wrong Thank so I'm me. like
0: yeah because I remember it came out like when I start you know when I started my first job and like um yeah, I remember just seeing all the reviews for it, and it like looked like amazing. Also, I remember um, like also,
1: I'm looking at a side by side comparison now. It, it doesn't look that good.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like I bet quite you, heavily downscale. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say. Just ignore me. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, cool for people if who haven't played near Automati yet. So um, that's a that's a good a good a good. I think you know, this direct in general, just like high level views, zooming out a little bit before we zoom back in. Uh, I think, yeah, overall, it's pretty good. Do you think it was... How, how do you feel about it? It felt like no, you know, no Nintendo announcements, which kind of sucks. But, like, in terms of the actual games that they're kind of... I guess it wasn't partner showcase, but, like, um, it was cool. I thought so, there were some games that looked pretty cool. You know what I mean?
1: It was. You could you could tell that there was uh, three or four minutes worth of gameplay that was missing from something, though. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything more about that, but there definitely was something that should have been in the Nintendo Direct that was pulled out last minute. Um, anyway,
0: <laughs> the next game... Uh... <laughs> Sorry, I literally <laughs> just clicked what you're talking about. Okay, <laughs> anyway, the, yeah, so, next game, so moving on. La- so zooming in, uh, zooming la- back in. La- Lorelei and the Laser Eyes. Yes. My, it's
1: my favourite of the Lorelei series. Oh, yeah. No idea what any of this is. I don't know what this is. I
0: mean, um, it looks like a cool, like, noir-esque it, it was like the the mystery game right like a noir yeah it sort
1: mystery. of gave me um uh eternal darkness
0: vibes a little bit yeah so i think this is uh, you know again i'm i'm interested enough that i might pick this up although also i oh it this is the game that gave me like mad killer 7 vibes
1: yeah, yes, thank you. That's what I was trying to get. Yeah. To yeah. Yeah. Like, the. Yeah, 100% with you.
0: When you see the character walking around, and then there's, like, literally one frame where they, like, pull out a gun. Got- like, it looks like a first person shooter for a bit. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow, that's the most Killer 7 shit I've seen. Like.
1: I mean, it looks. Again, there, there was, so, I mean, to, to give an overarching comment, which I was going to wait to the end to do, but this direct to me was fine. It was just fine. Yeah. I got to the end of it and just went, okay, that was 30 minutes of videos. Like, good. Because mm. uh, the next one was Super Bomberman R2. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like no one cares.
0: <laughs> yep. Just more. I mean, look. Some people
1: like Superman. So
0: Superman, Bomberman. Superman. I mean, they might do, he's... but that's
1: not relevant to this conversation. Ollie, we're talking about Bomberman. Here. Sorry.
0: Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's
1: just. I mean, I love Bomberman, but there's only so much you can do with that game. Like it's a very enclosed concept.
0: Yeah. Like I I remember which there was a bomberman I got really into and it was really fun. But... Was it the
1: one on the bomberman sixty four by the chance? I don't think so. Well, don't... The base one where you go around all the ice worlds and it's got really cool music.
0: It might have been. Oh, that does sound familiar.
1: So that's the one I played a shitload of and it was like an RPG. Yeah 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 yeah. It was, yeah, like yeah, RPG, it was yeah. great. It was it was brilliant. But then since then they've tried to replicate that and not done a very good job of it. And yeah. they just keep they keep like. Finagling bomberman together. Have you ever? If you Google some of the, in fact, uh, podcast friends at TCGS were talking about this a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, the box art for the one bomberman games in the nineties—it's just mental. Like it's—it's it's, it's, it's like this uncanny valley kind of
0: thing where they've given them human faces. Oh, it's so weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I've seen that. Oh my god. Yeah. So weird. Uh, box. <laughs>
1: Oh, I was looking it up the other day. Let me see if I can find the picture, actually. I mean, we can carry on talking, and I'll do a little... Okay, you know, okay ...usually exciting bro. thing of, let's Google while we, while we talk.
0: I think I played... Um, um, I think I played a Bomberman on the Nintendo DS, where you had, like, pets... Which was like really weird. Yeah, it was like I you had pet, you, you could you could have pets and then you rode on them and they like changed like your they gave you like different abilities and stuff. But, um, there I you go. Posted
1: it in our host uh, host private channel, that's oh actually my the art. I mean, look at it. Like if you if you full so, oh he, he can't really make it much bigger, but it's the guy in blue in the background that gets me. Yeah, he's just <laughs>
0: doopy got a bomb. He's like got him. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it's just the pose. It doesn't even look like he's really putting his back into throwing the bomb. It looks nothing like nothing is happening. It's so bad. It's, yeah. Look at
1: the explosion that's going on in the background. There's like a thousand explosions. Yeah. Also, it's just so weird. Also,
0: look at the guy at the front, and now all I see is Among Us. So, <laughs> okay, oh, God. This this is this human Among Us? This is how it looks. Among Us. It's, uh,
1: so, it's so weird. But anyway, yeah, so that's Moving that.
0: on so, to more Mega yeah. Man. We've got Mega Man Battle Network, which is very cool. Um, is that cool? I don't, I don't know.
1: Like, I never played Battle Network, so, so is that the, a
0: good thing? the only reason I know about Battle Network is because uh, I played One Step from Eden, which is heavily inspired by um, Mega Man Battle Network. So I went back and looked at what it was, and it looks really cool. Like, I might actually pick this up, but mainly just because like One Step from Eden was so good that like this game, I might be like, well, let's see what in the you know the original kind of inspiration for it and try it out. But yeah, uh, gameplay-wise seems very similar to One Step from Eden, where you have a grid-based thing, and you can, like, dodge abilities and do things. So, yeah, I might check that out. Seems pretty cool. Also, weirdly, about, like, instead of it being about an actual Mega Man game, it's just like, you you connect to the internet, and you become Mega Man. So, it is a game about playing a game. Like, you're an avatar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, might check that out. Uh, then we've got Pac-Man World. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> uh, man. Like, this is it. So, who do you think these... Do you think there are people who are actually, like, no. excited for this kind of no, stuff?
1: No, not at all. I think in Japan, they're probably very popular, but in, in the rest of the world, I don't think anyone gives a shit about these at all. I guess so. I, That's a good point. Have you watched yeah. the trailer for this Pac-Man World video?
0: No, I'm going to load it up. It's,
1: it's just deal. bad. Like, it's, it, it's just a collection of assets, like, throw. I mean... The actual gameplay itself does look really solid. It looks really good, like a nice platformer. Yeah. But the world it's in just looks like nonsense. Like, it, it's just... It's just noise and colour. That's all it is.
0: Like, watching this looks like the most, like... 6 out of 10 game I've ever seen. Yeah, exactly. It's sho- it's shovelware. It's, like... Probably fine. Probably actually kind of fun to play. But also, like, just not very memorable. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's,
1: it's just fine. Like, yeah. It's fine, it'll sit in the middle, people won't really care much, and that's about
0: it. It always makes makes <laughs> me feel kind of weird that, like, Pac-Man has this entire, like, sort of characters and all this other stuff around it that, like, you see, I know I, very little about.
1: I don't think it does. I think it's just got, like, you've got Blinky, Winky, Stinky, Brinky, and <laughs> Kinky, whatever the fucking ghosts are called. Yeah. Clyde is one of them, I know that. Yeah, Cl- one of them's called Clyde. Um... It's got that, and then it's got Miss Pac Man, and I think that's it. But then since then, obviously, marketing have come in and tried to be like, oh, remember all these amazing things from Pac Man World? And it's like, you've got four, five things in Pac World, in in the whole Pac Man world, and you've tried to make it into this like iconic IP. And the Pac Man, um, like silhouette is iconic. I'll give them that. It is. Everything else in that game is nonsense. Like, no one gives a shit. It's, I don't think anyone cares. I mean, except I saw... for Pac Man's marketing team.
0: <laughs> so I'm reading the com- so I went on the trailer and I'm looking, so it has 150,000 views. I'm going through the comments, and it does seem like there are people who are genuinely excited about this game, but it- the only reason they are is because they literally played this when they were younger. So yeah, it's, it's or just because the there's stuff. just
1: nothing else out there. Like, yeah. It's just like, okay, we'll cling on to this one. That... I, I'm being very judgmental here yeah, as well. Like, I'm, I'm really making an assumption.
0: I think it's really cool. I think it's cool, but also kind of strange that, like, you know, these people probably played this game because, I don't know, their parents were like, oh, oh, Pac-Man just handed it to them, right? And then yeah. just, like, you knowing nothing about the game. And this, or more, I guess... it was in
1: the arcade, because I played the original Pac-World in, in arcades. yeah. Just to tap the stick to make him run. It was fucking horrible, by the way. You had to keep <laughs> smacking the stick right to make oh, him god. run. Oh god! Every step took a st- tap of the stick, like tap tap, tap tap
0: tap 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 Yeah.
1: Fucking awful design. Oh god. Yeah.
0: But but it's just like yeah, like it's fascinating that these people pro- like probably just got handed a game that they don't know anything about. Played it with zero expectations yeah. and probably went like, oh, that's actually how you should exp- like. Oh, that's actually means that the game was fun. That's how you should. Mm. Maybe it's like you know it's kind of reminding me of like. You know, when I was young, I was handed a copy of Fallout 3. I didn't even ask for it. I didn't know anything about Fallout or Bethesda, being honest. And I just, like... My parents bought me a copy of Fallout 3 for my birthday one year. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'll play this. And, like, went in with completely zero expectations. And I was like, oh, you know what? This game's actually pretty good. This, this, This game's great. But, yeah, like, so... Hmm. i mean yeah we, we could talk a lot about pac world but i don't really see the point <laughs> i just feel no i no, no. i just feel like i'm just going off on a, a bit of a tangent of kind of like yeah. playing a game playing games with zero expectations where like yeah just and like find them okay yeah can yeah. you imagine it, i it, i'm sure it must fucking exist but you know there is this there, there's probably oh, oh yeah well i was gonna say is there some kind of service where just like they're like here you go here's a random game for the month but yeah of course there bloody is this it exists all the yeah, that's called Xbox Games Pass. <laughs> that's, that's called that's called humble bundle. It's called what's it? Yeah, there's just loads of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe some list. A, yeah, maybe more of. it have to be like just play games with zero expectations. Just be like, yeah, yeah we'll just go play. Like it, anyways, it is
1: very easy to look down on games like with a very high and mighty opinion, but they're just video games. Like let's be real. Yeah, exactly. You know, they're great and everything. They're just games. Ugh. I probably do you are this week. The oh, next okay. on the list was Blanc or Blank. Blanc. Yeah, which is a game. Visually
0: it looks pretty good.
1: Looks lovely. But again, it's one of those games like so I have a bit of an opinion here and here comes here comes my opinion.
0: Yeah.
1: Um watch out everyone, there's an opinion coming. Oh shit. Um it's just another one of those games that looks pretty but doesn't really do anything. It's just like this is never gonna be a sequel, it's never gonna be a franchise, it's just it, it it is pretty, but it's soulless. Like there's nothing to it, and it. Uh, do, do, do you understand? Do you see what I mean?
0: I know exactly what you mean, and I think this is uh just because of like the whole thing of like, you know, we've had so many games, which mm. like you know, like as in like you know, like visually it looks great, and maybe and it's very much for people who just they would just want to have like, you know, this like this visual thing, and I guess me and you like. And currently, i more like mechanics focused. But you know, I just look at this game, and I'm just like, oh yeah, it just looks like a co-op platformer, kind of like Two Brothers, yeah, yeah, you know, kind of thing. Um, yeah, and,
1: but but without any kind of personality, like yeah. it just looks like a a thing. Like someone's gone. I've got a really cool idea, and the idea was cool. It's become real. It's out, and it's just like, okay, what is this? And and people are like, eh, I don't know, the thing. Yeah, and like that—that's two... what I feel a lot of games are now like. There's a lot of games coming onto the market where it's just like, "Hey, this exists," and it's like, "Cool, mm. but why?" <laughs>
0: but I guess, uh, yeah, I—I I guess the the fun, the good part about it is it shows that. Well, well, I guess it's double edged sword because it means that there's more games for everybody because there's more games and they can be more niche and whatever. Because I'm sure there's some Which people who probably saw this and go like, "Oh, this, this is great. this looks great." Yeah, but yeah. also it does mean that sometimes when you see these kinds of like. Things you're just like who is this for, like yeah, what, yeah, kind of thing.
1: But yeah, I, I get that quite a lot with games recently, where I look at it and just go, "Who's the audience for this game?" Like, yeah. uh, there was one. On, was that, I was having a conversation recently with my little brother, and um, let me just see if I can find it. Um, I actually can't remember. No, I can't remember. It's not. It's not in my list. But we were having a conversation about this, and we were trying to work out the audience for a game, and we just couldn't work it out. <laughs> <laughs> It was it was one of the new new announcements. I'm sure I'll come up with it at some point. But yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's Blanc. But the next one we've probably got quite a bit to talk about because it's Return to Monkey Island.
0: Yeah. They so we can, revealed... I guess I guess we can tie in the drama. Yeah. So you can fill yeah, yeah. me in. So what? So what? So what's the drama about? This so
1: game? as you can see, even just from the preview video, uh, but from the, from the gameplay trailer, they reveal the art style of the game. And it's quite a considerable leap from how the game used to look yeah um I, i'll admit personally i don't like it like it, it is visually pretty but it, it to me it doesn't emulate what monkey island was or mm. is um, it seems like a complete like redo of everything and it, it doesn't work for me uh but I'm, I'm i mean that unfortunately that is part of the the drama is that uh, when they announced this, when they revealed this trailer, they just got inundated with people just giving them loads of abuse, saying this is terrible, it's shit, uh, all the usual, like, kill yourself, all that horrible shit that people say online, Right. Uh, to the point where the, the creator said, we're no longer gonna be responding to any comments or feedback, and we're not gonna be revealing any more about this game until it launches, because we're tired of all the abuse. And it's just like, that's not the right response. I understand that it's it's you've had enough, and absolutely they shouldn't be taking that level of shit, that's the drama they very publicly said we're not listening to anyone's feedback anymore and it's like oh you fucked it mm. <laughs> so that that was the, the drama around Monkey Island but have you seen the trailer?
0: Yeah yeah, yeah. I'm watching it now yeah and what I can see think? what you mean right. like it does look very different art style wise yeah. from Monkey Island
1: so, so... on that the, the, the big selling point for this game was it was going to be a return to the original like so I was expecting them to go back to the pixel art style and just enhance that yeah like make you know like make it look like... Even Octopath Traveler did it in, a, in an amazing way, like that kind of level of creativity. Yeah. Instead, they've just, like... They, they've turned it into what looks like a 90s Flash animation.
0: It it looks like, um... guacamole It looks very similar <laughs> to yes.
1: Yeah, in fact, it probably could be Guacamole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um... Which is a shame, because, again, it's Devolver publishing it, I think. Is it Devolver publishing it? I think it is. Uh, I'm um, not
0: sure.
1: Let me just double-check. I think it is Devolver. Um might
0: be wrong here it looks like it's a lucas well it's by lucas it's got the lucas film um
1: it is but i think devolver are publishing it okay uh return to monkey island publisher again more exciting it is Devolver, devolver yep
0: yeah i i guess this kind of plays into the whole thing of like when you're trying to go for nostalgia and other things like it doesn't see is this supposed to be a reboot for the franchise in an art style that's easier to work with Or are they trying to do the thing where it's like, you know, if they're really playing into nostalgia, they want the game to look and feel like how you remember those games.
1: So they advertised it as saying that it was going to be what they wanted the sequels to be. Because you remember there were sequels that were made by, uh, they were outsourced and given to third parties. Yeah. Which was, I think, Curse on Monkey Island and the... Tales of Monkey Island or something like that. It was cool. I I never played them because I looked at them and just didn't like them. Yeah. Um, This one is back to Ron Gilbert leading them. Ron Gilbert was the original creator of the games, and he's the guy that said, um, I mean, to quote him, the tweet was, um, uh, oh, God, I've lost the tweet now. I just had it on the screen a second ago, and it's just disappeared. Um, He won't share any more about Return to Monkey Island after art style complaints. Um, He took to to Defend the Team. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, I actually can't find what he said. Never mind. He it was something. <laughs> he said mm. something on something somewhere about something. <laughs> uh, oh, here we go. I'm shut shutting down. Oh, hang on, it's fucking hell. Uh, I'm shutting down comments. People have just been mean, and I'm having to delete personal attack comments. It's an amazing game, and everyone on the team is very proud of it. Play it or don't play it, but don't ruin it for everyone else. I won't be posting any more about the game. The joy of sharing has been driven from me. And that's from Ron Gilbert. Mm. Which sort of emulates? Do you remember the braid developer? Yeah, John me- Very, very. Yeah, he had a very public meltdown. Yeah. So it sort of emulates that feeling. Obviously, nowhere near as bad as what he did. Do you, he wait, was... do you
0: do you mean um, Phil Fish or do you mean John Blow? I mean, no, sorry, not braid. But... Fez. 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 Yeah, yeah. John Blow. Sorry, Fez, um, sorry. Phil Fish. Yeah, yeah. Phil Fish.
1: Apologies to our friends at Braid who are listening to the podcast every week. Uh, I know because we've got thousands of fans now, so it's it's difficult of to course, track. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Um, uh But yeah, uh the Fez developer had a very public meltdown and then quit video games entirely.
0: Yeah,
1: and it was just like,
0: "All right, you know, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, little like, baby." <laughs> yeah, I think there's both. There's both sides. Right? I'm not
1: saying that that's what Monkey Island are doing here because yeah, I know yeah, yeah. It's, this is the, they've actually approached this in a much more. um uh political not political um sensitive way yeah like like, they've been more careful
0: obviously i can empathize with you know developers when they're especially when it feels like you you put a lot of your hard work and effort and you kind of get attached to these games and then you know other people are just like your game's shit lol you know kind of thing i can understand why you like why you feel like you should like you know just like be like well you know what, I guess if you guys don't want it, then I guess I'll keep working on it for me, or whatever, kind of thing, right? But I, you know, so I can empathize with, like, people like Phil Fish, who are like, you know what? fuck everyone, and fuck this industry, whatever, go to hell, kind of thing. I can empathize with it. Not the best move, and kind of, like, is, like, I guess it is also a thing of being like, well, if you're done, you're done, right? Like, you know, you don't, you don't owe anyone a video game, you don't owe anyone this stuff, like, if you're creating it. Unfortunately, with Return to Monkey Island, because obviously they are playing off the nostalgia of, uh, you know, their their older audience, well, their now older audiences. I can at mm. least understand that, like, why they would be mad and being like, that yeah. "This is not the thing that we wanted." Like, who is this for? Kind of thing. Well,
1: this this the thing is, I have my opinions about it. But I'm not going to go and yell at them. Yeah. Like, if they want to create in their style, it's their choice. They can do whatever they want. Exactly. I looked at it and thought, mm, not really for me. I don't particularly like the style probably won't play it. Yeah. But for those people that do play, I hope they love it. Like, and I hope that the artists that have put all the work into this feel amazing about what they've done. Yeah. Because it does look visually beautiful. Yeah. Just to me, it's not what I was expecting. So I've just gone like, eh, not for
0: me. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, you know, like how, um, with No Man's Sky and uh, what was the name of the guy at Hello Games? Sean was it? Was Sean Old Shawnee
1: boy. Yeah. Sean, uh, all the Sean shit. Murray.
0: Sean Murray. All the shit that guy received, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. And then look, and then and then his strategy was just like, we're just gonna go silent. And we're just gonna, Weather the storm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're just gonna yeah. go silent, and we're just gonna keep releasing, and then just like eventually, like, you know, just keep working on the game we wanted to make. And yeah. then No Man's Sky is now like has it's a very very popular fan base.
1: It's insanely good as well. Yeah, exactly. Like if if you buy the game now, you can buy it for like twenty quid or whatever. Yeah. You you get like five or six massive patches. Obviously, tons of minor patches. And 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 a game that lasts for like way over a hundred hours. Oh yeah. Like, there's so much game to that game now. Right? Exactly. It's, it's really good. Like you can't fault it. Obviously, it took way longer than it should have to be finished. Yeah. But um, he did the the approach that I wish certain large companies would have also taken when they did snafus mm. of just shutting up yeah like because sometimes it's okay to just shut up yeah like you don't need to be like oh we tried to do this we tried to do that like just sh- yeah it's enough like and and they did the right thing and i mean for, for sean to weather that amount of because he, he took so much abuse i know um and I know a couple of people I work with now used to work with him. Yeah. And I, in fact, a couple of people that we used to work with together, uh, Ollie yeah. used to work with him. Oh, really? And they've, wow. told me this, yeah, they've told me the same thing. They're like, he's lovely. Um, he got swept up into marketing, which unfortunately does ruin a lot of people. Yeah. He got swept up into the marketing, delivered a load of promises that couldn't be made. And then they just thought, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just go for it and, and make it a good game. Yeah. Which, which is great. It did become a good game. Yeah. Um, Such a good game. But yeah, game. it's but, a good example as well. There's a
0: great... Uh, like internet historian documentary video on the endgutting of No Man's Sky, which is a, a great, a good, a good. Fu- yeah, it's a good funny watch. Like it's a, but it it, go- it basically gives the whole history of the game in a f- comedic way. That is quite entertaining. Um But yeah, so that was Return <laughs> to Monkey Island. Well, I hope the game is good. I mean, but I can also understand Ron Gilbert being like, well. I'm gonna just be like, well, whatever. We keep working the game. Bye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. But yeah. But
1: then next up is one that I'm very excited about.
0: Yeah, I remember. It is
1: Mario Rabbids Sparks of Hope.
0: Yeah. So um, you played. I know you played the first Rabbits. I loved quite the quite first loved, Rabbids, I yeah. liked it, I
1: hate yeah. the Rabbits. Love the first game. Yeah, yeah.
0: The actual gameplay of it was really good. Really, really brilliant. Good. Yeah. So what how do you feel about this one? So now that they've added like the new mechanics of like um now you can run around freely a bit like they've removed the grid thing. Um
1: it's fine. I I it, it just looks like a patch for the first game to be honest. Yeah. Uh which I know is what a lot of sequels are these days, but it looks as good as the first game does. Uh it's definitely got the charm um and the rabbits are still as charming as they were in the first game, which is surprising because I can't stand them. Yes. Uh it looks good. It looks fine.
0: Yeah. Although now there's like, the, have you heard about the fact that there's now this weird like, like Naruto-looking rabbit? Yep.
1: Yeah. Emo rabbit. He's in there. Who, who
0: the who is that? Who, who,
1: who knows? Th- but they could have They could have had Bowser Rabbit instead. They went with uh, Edgy Teen Rabbit, and it's a bit like, all right, like,
0: okay. Who is that? Is he just an original character?
1: I think so. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. Yeah, they're they're trying. They're trying to make it a
0: franchise. <laughs> yeah, I guess so.
1: But... Oof, but it could have been, it could have been a Bowser rabbit, which I think would have been way more funny. Like yeah. a big, fat, like aggressive, growly, um, like feral rabbit would have been kind of funny. Yeah, with Bowser's well, it... like spikes and stuff. Well, it was
0: like the Donkey Kong rabbit, right? From like the, the It was DLC. just stupid. Yeah,
1: it was great, but he was just like dumb.
0: Yeah, big dumb. was so, like, dumb. Whoa,
1: me like banana. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, but... it was good. Yeah, I uh, might, the... I might pick this up. Uh, I mean it?
1: I'll definitely play it, but as with Rabbids Now you can get it for like a tenner with all the expansions in like every Switch sale.
0: Yeah. It's um, it's a good game. Like I would rec yeah. I think for ten for a tenner, definitely worth. Like, and it's quite got got quite a long playtime as well, which is cool. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Alright. Yeah. Awesome. So well, keep an eye on that one. So then we've got mm. uh, Little Noah Scion of Paradise.
1: Yeah, I think this might have been a 3DS game in the past. Okay. Because uh, it's got like all the swipe and swish and and movement mechanics that you you used to use on the 3DS. Yeah. Like it's a it's a side scrolling platformer, but like all of the moves and abilities are all done using gestures. Mm. So I th- I think it might be a re- I could be wrong, but I think it might be a remake of a 3DS game, and it's got a very um, similar art style to the new Bravely Default games. Yes. Um, which oh I mean, it looks fine. Oh, again, like nothing really game. much to
0: say. Yeah, I mean, uh, this was the this was one of the games when I was watching the direct, and I'd never heard anything about it. But watching the gameplay, I was like, this looks pretty good, actually. Or yeah, like, it looks cool. like up my alley, like kind of weird, like card-based systems or like you yeah, monster-based systems, but you use them together and like c- creating combos and stuff. Um, do you ever play a game called D- Indivisible? It was by Yes, the people made I
1: loved falls. that game. Oh, God, I love that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, so it kind
0: of gave me vibes of that. Like, you know, with the whole thing of, like, you know, when you get to a battle, you kind of, like, have these characters that you use to make combos and stuff like that. Like, mm. you summon characters. So I might actually pick this up. It looks like it would be a good, like, Switch, like, just chill travel game as well. So
1: It, it looks like a high-value mobile game that's just, for some reason, found it's way onto the Switch.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it's also on it Steam. very much gives me... So, it is on Steam, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's got very positive reviews. So yeah, I
1: mean, I mean weirdo games always get really positive reviews. Um, mm. if it's Japanese and it's got some like sexy main character, it's always going to review high. Yeah, that's they know they know how to sell games. Yes, um, definitely. But yeah, it, it looks interesting. Yeah. Um, I will, don't really know much else to say on that one.
0: Yeah, I'm. I, I think I'm going to check that out at some point. Oh yeah, then we've got Railgrade. So I heard about this game, and it's just more factory production game right
1: it's Factorio but with trains yes it's it's like Factorio meets like um, SimCity
0: yeah or like open like Transport Tycoon
1: yeah in fact yes Transport Tycoon would be a really good example Mm. Um, it's not for me it looks way too confusing for me but uh, it, it does look nice yeah, I'm sure it's going to have its fans. It's just again, it was one of those games where I was like, "eh, okay, this is a thing."
0: Honestly, I think <laughs> if this game like had the same mechanics but thematically was not like lo- did not look like factories, but looked more like you know, like a nice peaceful city kind of thing, like kind of close to like Dwarf Romantic or whatever, I think this would look way more appealing or like be more appealing to me at least right because i look at this and i'm like the mechanics of like actually logistically setting up rails and stuff like that i'm playing more like open transport tycoon sounds fascinating it sounds really cool but just like looking at gray trains move around is a bit like dude, man we got enough gray <laughs> like, yeah enough, enough it, it gray doesn't look
1: like very colorful trains. does it like it doesn't look yeah. A depressing
0: yeah exactly yeah like you know there is, like, forest and stuff like that, which at least gives you some diverse, like, colour diversity. But it's just all your mm. actual factories and the things you're spending your time actually staring at is all just fucking grey. Yeah. It's like a bit like... Ugh. bit much. Yeah, a bit much. But but yeah, maybe... again,
1: it was another one of those games I looked at and just went, okay, this exists. Yeah.
0: Fine. It's like, I think there's a reason that, like, you know, you look at these, these kinds of games, and they are popular, right? But then you look at a game like Terra Nil, which isn't even out yet. And it's still like you know it's still one of the most wish listed games on games on steam because it is this game but with the reverse thing of being like instead of polluting a planet you're trying to clean it up kind mm. of thing so you're making it look nice and making it like green and it's like way more satisfying and i think more games should play into that yeah <laughs> i think yeah but um yeah that's railgrade mm. maybe i'll end up playing it i doubt it it's like one of these like yeah i'm sure i'd play it and probably quite enjoy it for a bit but it looks fine yeah yeah all right cool Cool. so uh, then there was
1: rpg time wasn't it
0: yeah what, what what i completely missed this what is this yeah
1: you're not missing anything this is it's
0: oh a, it's the draw is the drawn to life looking
1: yeah uh, and yeah. I, I think we've got like way too many of these games like i'm, I'm sort of done with the draw to life uh art style
0: doodle yeah the doodle thing yeah
1: it's 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 lost its charm to me i i, I know people love it and i won't stop people from loving it but for me, I've just seen it way too much. Like mm. it's 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 way overdone now.
0: I think uh, it also is maybe a thing of the part. As in, like it's weird, right? Because here's a here's here's a thing to think about. How many people? How many kids do you reckon still like doodle? Like, don't kids these days use like iPads and shit in their classes? I think so, yeah. And like also that like instead of doodling, they're probably just looking at Instagram, yeah, <laughs> and well,
1: it's an art style that I think is losing its audience, for sure. Yeah. But it, again, it's my personal opinion. There could be millions of people that love this stuff. Yeah. To me, like I mean, there's a game that I'm really excited about, which is odd because it's a similar idea, and it's that, um, I think it's called The Little Prince or something. Mm. Uh, And it's one where it starts off two-dimensional with, like, in a sketchbook, and then he climbs out of the book and starts exploring the world around the book. Oh, that's cool. Which is really cool. Like, it was announced a few weeks ago, and I'm very excited about that one. Yeah. Uh, because it takes that sketchbook style and kind of throws it away quite quickly. Yeah. Um, but too much of it, and to me, I just can't attach to the game because it doesn't feel like it's got any substance. Because it just feels like a sketchbook. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. But again, that's just me being old oh, man yells at Cloud, so. Um... <laughs> but next up was Sonic Frontiers.
0: Oh, boy. I think we talked about it last week, right? <sighs> yeah, it just <laughs> continues to just look. It right. just looks so average and yeah. so disappointing. I mean, apparently so what they've done yeah. is
1: they've now moved it to the Switch to show us gameplay on the Switch, and of course the Switch looks beautiful. Oh <laughs> god! Which is, it doesn't. It, it just looks, looks awful. even worse. Yeah, it looks so bad. Yeah. <laughs> but thankfully, following that, Disney announced something, and I don't know how to feel about this. What's this? <laughs> Disney Dreamlight Valley. It's it's Animal Crossing uh, in the Disney World. Oh,
0: I did hear about this. Yeah. yeah.
1: So it's so weird though. Like it sort of feels like a dating sim. Like it's 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 odd. I don't know what it is. You play as like middle aged woman in a flannel t- in a flannel shirt, like running around meeting Disney characters, and it's like, what the fuck is this?
0: <laughs> that seems like a. It sounds like a mobile game.
1: <laughs> it it looks like it was designed as a mobile game, and it suddenly found its way onto the Switch as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to say about this one. I mean, it's, I'm sure it's a there
0: is, a, I, I, weirdly enough, I feel like there is probably a big audience for this
1: kind of, of game. Of course there is, because yeah. it's got Disney on it. Yeah. Uh, we talked about this a while ago, Disney adults.
0: Disney adults?
1: Yeah, like, it's, it's the scariest concept, and it's something you know quite well, as I do, it's it's, yeah. it's grown adults, like, you know, 30, 40, 50 years oh, old, right. you dedicate you their life to Disney. You come yes. in Disney tattoos, they dress in Disney clothes, and like, it's it's like, You've attached yourself fully to, to a to a corporate brand. That's all you've done.
0: Yes. And then, oh, no, I live. I'm a, I'm a fairytale princess. And you're just like, you're really scary people. <laughs> well, it's like the people who optimize, like, Disneyland experiences and stuff. Yes. Like, it's almost become yeah, like yeah. a game to them in itself. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, Which
1: is fine. Like, like, if you're into something, you're passionate about something, go nuts. but like, go fucking wild. But Disney adults are a bit creepy. <laughs> mm. <laughs> There's a whole thing about them that kind of creeps me out, but... Uh, but yeah, so this was another one that I watched and just kind of went, okay, this will exist and no one will no one will talk about it. It will just appear and then disappear, like most Disney games do. Yeah. Uh, much like the racing game, I think he's going to do because that's on its way. Oh, um, Disney,
0: what, what Disney racing game?
1: Yeah, it's the one that's like rivaling Mario Kart.
0: Oh, okay. But it's uh, free to play. Oh, yeah, yeah yeah, I remember, yeah, yeah.
1: it's coming very soon. It's got Baloo in like a racing outfit, which is really odd. Oh my god. Um, and the like Elizabeth Swan from. Uh, Parts of the Caribbean is wearing like racing leathers, and it's just like this just doesn't look right. None oh of this God. does, uh, but it's it's whatever. Yeah. Um. So next on the list was uh, Live Alive.
0: Live Alive. Yeah.
1: Live Alive, which looks really fucking cool.
0: Yeah, it's by the. I'm I'm assuming it's by the um. Same people who made like, uh, God, what is the game called Octopath? Octopath? Yeah.
1: I thought it would be, but I I think it's actually an old game that's just been remade. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, I think I'm not 100% sure on this one, but it, it does look cool. But there's a demo on um, on Switch to play now, and I'm, I'm probably gonna download the demo and give it a try. But it's definitely been made in the Octopath engine. Yeah. Um, it it looks cute, like it looks really cool and super interesting. But it's got exactly the same like UI as Octopath as well. Yeah. Huh. So maybe it has been made by the Octopath developers. Seems like the same font.
0: This might be a game that my partner would like to try. If you yeah, say there's a demo.
1: There's a demo, yeah.
0: Oh, okay. because right. she's been looking for a game to play, um, recently, and I think she's she's quite a, we, like like has a weird thing. Whereas, like, if it's a J- like, if like when she plays a JRPG like this, it's either like this is the best game ever, or it's like this is a complete snooze fest. So I feel yeah, I feel it, like the the it, yeah. gameplay mechanics look like enough that it's probably like pretty good.
1: It's fine. I'm sure she'll enjoy. It. She likes RPGs. This looks like solid RPG fare.
0: Yeah, I like I I like the I like the yeah, anytime I see a tile based system, I'm like, ooh, ooh, moving <laughs> around and spacing. Um. But yeah. Okay, anyway, moving on. So we've got Doraemon, Story of Seasons. I mean, this is not for me, so I don't really have an opinion on this.
1: Not for me either. Uh, it looks fine. Yeah. It looks lovely. Yeah. Um, but again, I mean, this is where my opinion of the direct sort of comes out a lot, where we got to this point and I'm just like, eh.
0: Yeah, <laughs> this is this is definitely for like a the Japanese audience, kids. right? Yeah. Japanese kids. Yeah, um, yeah, it's like I know nothing yeah. about Doraemon. All I know is that there is a it's a big gap. I mean, it looks cute. The game looks cute. There's a big pig. Big pigs seem to be pretty good these days. Seem to be pretty in, you know, like Lechonk. Like, yeah,
1: it's um, it's a whole thing in it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, just say. Yeah, like, it's, I, it's, it's really there, there is really such nothing a non-opinion
1: to say. about so many things. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: yeah, th- yeah. But that's that's kind of showing like this direct, right? It's just kind of like there's a lot of stuff where it's just like, cool. I'm sure someone will love that. Like it doesn't yeah, look exactly like. like, like... It doesn't look bad. That's the thing. Like, these games, they don't look bad. They just look like, it seven... Just looks like fine. 7 out of 10. Like,
1: I think just... the, pro- the problem is, is a Nintendo Direct and why they've actually named it a Mini Direct. A Nintendo Direct usually comes with a level of oomph and impact, like a big thump. Yeah. And this one, you just get to the end of it and you're just like... It's like... It's like taking a really average shit. Like you feel fine <laughs> afterwards, yeah. but no one's gained or lost anything as a result. You've just sort of carried on with your day.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like I mean, if
1: if ever there was a way to review a Nintendo Direct, a very average yeah, shit. It's just me. a very
0: average shit it, on the
1: toilet. It's not me calling it shit either. I'm no, just saying no. it's that feeling after a <laughs> really average shit of like, I've just taken a shit. I'm gonna go and put my shoes on and go to work yeah, now. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's just the most middling feeling. <laughs> and I hope Nintendo because yeah. I know you listen to this every week Nintendo <laughs> I, hear, I know you can hear us take that review and listen to it because actually no I can't say that because oh oh shit N- let's move on anyway move on yeah that. yeah so Minecraft Legends everyone's Minecraft <laughs> favorite Minecraft Legends. game yeah, yeah, Yay! yeah no one gives a fuck anyway moving yeah, on from yeah. that Dragon oh, Quest oh treasures
0: <laughs> yeah, we just, yeah I mean yeah Minecraft Legends just whatever. Yeah. more more Minecraft shit as in like you know like looks okay I guess again, seven out of ten game, not for me. I'm sure there's people who probably see this game and probably looks like, oh, this game's gonna be really fun, you yeah, know, kind of thing. But uh, Dragon Quest Treasures again. Well, I just, I feel like yeah, the f- the further we're going down the list, the more I'm like, it's just what? It's getting worse, isn't it? Like like uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, I've never played Dragon Quest, but there's like a hundred billion Dragon Quest games. So oh, well, so I-, I have
1: a I have a controversial opinion on Dragon Quest. Here we go. Go on. Here we go. So. The composer for the music of Dragon Quest is actually a really homophobic, horrible human being. Oh. So I'm okay in saying that it's okay to say that this game looks like trash. I think it looks fine, but I'm going to say it looks like trash because the composer is a cunt. Oh, well. No. There we go. Okay. So he's horrible. He's, he's genuinely horrible, this composer is. That's horrible, not. horrible person and very publicly horrible as well. Oh, boy. Um, So, yeah, avoid that game like The Plague if you want to. Uh, no. Otherwise, play it and do really. whatever you want. Yeah uh cool. next up everyone's favorite franchise captain velvet meteor the jump plus dimensions
0: what is this
1: i don't fucking know anymore Ali. like it's just something someone just sat oh, down it's with got a, a tile game. but
0: it's got a tile based system dude it so, has got a
1: tile based system you know it's i mean it's a game it's got mechanics in it and it's this music occasionally it's there you go there's your review um, it's got, you could use a controller,
0: maybe, I don't know. It has... It could be touch screen. It has eight playable characters from the Shonen Jump Plus catalog. Which is which is why I'm here, that's why I'm in this franchise. So... It's got,
1: it's, this big squares, um, and there's artwork. There we go.
0: Yeah. So that's that game. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I recognize ever. one of these characters from Jump Plus, and that's it. So Oh, you're a fan? Uh no not really i mean like well
1: glad to hear that because the fact that you're not really a fan but sort of there's a game that's really average and just coming out (laughs) oh yeah oh great you're not really a fan but sort of oh
0: fucking great yeah velvet meteor let's go Uh,
1: but let's let's change the change the mood of the room because portal companion collection this is this is this, uh, this is a what a 15 year old game yeah it's so much. Yep. It's a 15-year-old a iconic game, and it's fucking great. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anyone on this planet that has not played this game.
0: <laughs> I bet you that that there are people who have played this game. But also, yeah, it's like. I mean, cool that it's on Switch. Cool that people get to play it. The funniest thing that I heard was that the game is out and people have already found out how to hack it and launch Half-Life 2 on the yes, Switch.
1: Yes, that that was going to be my next point is that they've got Half-Life 2 already got it. It's yeah, like, exactly. Good on you, Switch owners. Well done. Yeah, they
0: just. I mean, I bet you Valve did that. <laughs> they just like left it. They were, like they probably went like, "Hey, um, you know, you can launch Half-Life 2 if you do this console command," and then like they were like. However, uh, man, let people play Half Life Two if they want to play Half Life Two. So really, it looks, it looks fine. It's, it's, I mean, there's yeah, not really it's much just... you
1: can say about it. It's Portal, we love Portal. Like, yeah, exactly.
0: It's, it's fantastic.
1: But I, I mean, I can hear the question that you're asking is, Clark, what I really want is a game oh, that f- uh, that is filled with like Japanese heroes, like big warriors and hunters and attackers, and, like magic-using sorcerers. But what I want to be able to do with these super-powered characters, I want to be able to create like a farming setup, and I want to water flowers with them. Clark, is there a game out there that allows me to do that? Well, Ollie, <laughs> yes, yes, there is a game that allows you to take all of that amazing fantasy and 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 water flowers, and it is called okay. Harvestella, and it's the next announcement on yeah. it. It's it's so big, such a big thing. Um, <laughs> I'm really feeling the enthusiasm from you. Clark. I just can't, I can't understand how they managed to get this past a green line because it's like it's it's like Final Fantasy in a farm like it looks pretty okay like it does, it good, but... But... yeah again you get to the end of it and you're like did we want this i'm sure <laughs> did some we, people did need did. this i mean it's... what see what i would like to know is at what point did this change into this game because this clearly wasn't this game when it started it was clearly something else yeah and they've they've like pivoted i want to know what this was before it became harvest Stella.
0: Dude, look, uh, uh, here's 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 my my hot take on this, right? And you know what? It's probably been like this for all of all of time, but now it's just more noticeable than ever. Is that like you know in the mobile game industry where the, where they're like, hey, let's take this very popular core mechanic and just put it, add it to random shit meta and see. Yeah, and see what it, sticks, right? Basically, that's the phase that normal games, like is in, like you know, like console games, is is in now. Except yeah. for, or like you know, clearly that's that methodology is now being applied to like Final Fantasy and stuff. Because they're like, yeah. well, people like combat and harvesting Harvest Moon, so let's put those together, I guess. But, see you what know, yeah, I'm sure. Um, I'm I'm hundred percent sure this game is probably like. There's probably some people who are going to really enjoy this game. And of like Of course. I, I mean, like, the amount of times it's probably going to be the biggest game of the year. The amount of fucking times I've said that this podcast, <laughs> I it, it's actually pissing me off. Do
1: so, you do you see like when uh, when this director launched? I got to the end of it and just kind of went, oh, yeah, <laughs> like... oh, that was that was half an hour of my day that I've just used watching something. Yeah, I have but... no opinion on that. But I do have an opinion. One more <laughs> big opinion time because right. the next game, the this next game, this is, this is the, the last big one. one. Yeah, this is. The we last got there. One the list. Finally, the Persona series are coming to Switch.
0: Yes, finally. And that's it. That's. <laughs> I mean, look. That's it. Everyone's like, "Wow, damn! Finally." Should have been like four so years the, ago. The big but... one for me is
1: we're getting Persona Four for Golden, which I actually thought was out on Switch, but it's not. No. Um, so what we didn't get was a release date. We got the same thing we got last time this was announced, which is coming soon. It's like, yeah. could you just tell us when this Vita game that clearly is like clearly all they have to do is just they, they've just drag and dropped it from Steam dot some C yeah. colon slash Steam yeah. into C colon forward slash Nintendo Switch yeah like it's it clearly has already been developed for Switch like it's done. The only thing that probably needs to be changed is a bit of the UI to have like um switch buttons rather than PlayStation buttons or PC buttons. Yeah. That's it. Like, exactly. I could do that in an hour. Give me the game, I'll fix it, I'll get it done. I'll do it. But that's coming. Persona four golden, and great and, and another thing I read about Persona Five Royal Yeah. Is that's coming with all of the DLC as well. That's, that's cool. Free.
0: Yeah that that I It's feel a rumor. Like... Okay.
1: It's not hundred percent, but it's a rumor taken from the uh, it was a data mine. Yeah. They found all the DLC that was all connected, and, and there was no payment like option connected to it. it was it was just activated, yeah, just in the game. That's kind of cool. That's um, good.
0: P five, yeah. I feel like P five R is probably going to be very. Po- uh, well, you know, all of these games will be very popular. but like, everyone, has they their
1: will. But, what I am intrigued to see, though, I want to see how it's been downgraded for the Switch because that's true. that is a graphically intense game on the PS4. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like it, it's pushing that system to the to the limit. Well, I think right? the,
0: and, I think they can keep all the UI stuff of P5R because the UI is the UI is two dimensional. It's two yeah. dimensional
1: images. Like that's easy. It's yeah, exactly. The,
0: it's the actual when you're out and about in the yeah world,
1: the, the super rich like dense environments and stuff that I think are going to take a big downgrade. Yeah, for sure.
0: But um, I've not played P5R yet, so maybe I might really yeah. I I played oh, Ollie, like, you I have this experience. Yeah, no cuz no cuz I played the original Persona 5. I haven't played the royal version of it yet.
1: Oh. Okay, so so Royal is it's the same game, it's just got a little bit extra. Yeah, 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 and, yeah I know I know. And, and they they've completely cleaned up all the mechanics.
0: It's like the director's cut edition of like Persona 5. Right, Minus the like, bullshit. So yeah, they've, yeah, yeah. they've
1: taken all of the bullshit mechanics out and replaced them with stuff that makes sense. Yeah. So I... like, you know the you would probably know this anyway, but you know the um mechanic where you can barter with the enemy. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That now has a reason and it makes sense. It explains why that does that and what you can do okay. to influence that, whereas in Persona 5, it's just, hey, you can barter the enemy. All right, so what's the mechanic there? Oh, ho, 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 there's no mechanic. I completely <laughs>
0: forgot that you could do that in Yeah, five. it's a cool mechanic as yeah. well. Like, it's just like, hey, I don't want to die. Like, yeah, you answer the question thing. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but
1: it actually tells you, because they've, they've actually got personalities yeah. and personality types, And if you answer the questions based on their personality types then you'll win yes i remember that that
0: was hid that was in the original game just hidden from you you just had to like infer it yourself it also
1: wasn't a solid mechanic in the original game think it was random yeah whereas in this it's very solid like it's very clear as well and um you no longer have bullets that can run out at every battle you have bullets but they replenish after every battle Oh, whereas in the original, you took them into a into a mind palace, whatever the fuck they were called. What were they called? Mine palaces. Mine pa-
0: yeah, I think so. No, that's
1: from Sherlock. They weren't mine palaces. They were.
0: I think it was called a pa- Um. Oh god, I just can't remember what were they
1: called. We'll say mine palace, whatever.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. You used that. You had you had like nine bullets, and once you'd use them, you they wouldn't replenish until you leave the mine palace and rest.
0: Yeah. Whereas Is... now in
1: Persona 5, they replenish after every combat, after every combat round. Like, uh, after going into combat and coming back out. That's, that's a,
0: that's a, I mean, that's a great change, because it made, big like, change. Yeah, because, like, guns, you were just kind of like, well, I guess I'll just hold on to guns for, like, You never used forever. them. Yeah. You just never used them. Uh, they became,
1: like, items in Final Fantasy. You get, you get to the final boss with 99 of everything, because you've never once used a potion or uh, an ether. Yeah. Which I get to the end of every Final Fantasy game, and I've never used a single fucking item.
0: Okay, also, um, it, you were right, it, it, it's not called a Mind Palace, it's just called a Palace.
1: Okay, because yeah, I, yeah. I know Mind Palace is from Sherlock. That yeah, like that's Yeah, that's from Sherlock. Sherlock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, that, that to me, of all the announcements, that's the one that got me going, oh, that's cool. I'm glad that a lot more people are going to get to play these franchises now, uh, this franchise. Mm.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, maybe I'll pick up, uh, you know what, talking about it is maybe like, yeah, you know what, Maybe I would like to play this game. Oh, again. absolutely, get Royal. Yeah,
1: right, absolutely. on there's no there's no reason on this earth not to get Royal.
0: Yeah, it'd be a good Switch game, I think. Definitely for yeah, traveling is. around. Yeah, so
1: and also it comes with the benefit is you're not limited to the save system. Yes, uh, because on Switch you can just turn the screen off and it will hold. And yeah, that's like one
0: one of the best things actually. Yeah, which
1: yeah. to be honest, that's one of two of the best things of this era of consoles that I've loved, yes. where saving has now become like. So convenient, you don't have to think about it anymore. Yeah, I find um, it
0: crazy that on the even on like the newest Xbox and stuff like that, like you just start up and it's like bang, like and right just, back where you are. There, yeah, like yeah. I'm,
1: I, I haven't played Assassin's Creed now for a day, and I know where it's sitting is where I will pick up from. As soon as I press the power button on the console, yeah. it will just pop me straight back into Egypt and where I was standing earlier. Yeah, I almost like I, I, I love that.
0: I, I'm I'm imagining that. I mean, it's also kind of impossible. But like, if Steam manages to do that on PC with certain games, that would be so fucking good as well. It
1: would, but Nintendo, uh, not Nintendo, Microsoft, uh, sorry, Xbox. God, I'll get there in a minute. Uh, Xbox limit you to five games at once. Yeah, exactly. so you can only have five instant recovery games at once after which they go into like hibernation yes but i've not had a problem with it at all yet like it's been perfect every time so mm-hmm. it's good for me um cool but yeah so, so that was nintendo direct um yes which was which was fine
0: yeah <laughs> we can uh, do you want so we can go to our last point on the agenda uh which i think is going to be quite short anyway because i, I s- sadly don't I still need to catch up with these things, which is well. Uh... Before
1: we do that, we skipped over the EA roasted for social media. Oh platform. fuck!
0: Yes, we did. Yeah, we did. Um, so what was that? So,
1: so EA posted a few days ago. Um, I'll need to get the comment up. Actually, I think um, I think I have the tweet. Uh, they posted there are ten, but they only like playing single player games. They really are simple little comment. 10? That they're, like isn't rating someone. There are ten, yeah. but they only like playing single player games. This is after EA very famously said that no one wants single-player games anymore. Yeah, why? Yeah, and it obviously it's caused a load of drama. Like, they're taking a shitload of hate for it now. Uh, they're getting a ton of abuse. Because uh, it's just like, EA, stop taking the piss out of players. Like, yeah. we're not with you. Uh, but they've responded since then, on July the 1st, with roast well-deserved, World deserved we will take this L, because uh, playing single-player games actually makes them an eleven. Uh, but obviously, the world has hated EA again. Again, it's one of those situations where it's just like, just... Shut up!
0: Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> but, like some social media manager was like, "Hey, let's make a hot tweet." You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but... yeah. And
1: probably some social media manager was trying to do their best as well. Yeah. And they're fucked up, is all. Like, right? and they're probably getting fired for it or getting a load of trouble for it now because that's how the world works. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so fun, fun. Just, um, just
0: a bit out of touch. It's like, does this need? Like, do we need this? You know? Just. Yeah. I. I. Look, man. I don't. I don't really. Have many opinions on social media. I think it's just a fucking shit show in general. But yeah, like. It's horrible. It's getting
1: worse as time goes on as well. Especially now how manipulative TikTok is.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's just like, oh god. (laughs) Because yeah, like, I'm making tweets like this. It's like, do I, do, do people need to wake up in the morning and read this? You know, yeah like whatever people
1: are like oh you can say anything you want to and it's like yeah but should you yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. it's
0: like yeah like do we need to you should you. yeah um um but no, yeah not to
1: stop not to stop people from saying whatever they want because they can uh but I'm... sometimes just shut up. I'm like. glad.
0: I'm glad <laughs> that EA. I'm. I'm glad that people like just snap back at them to like shut the fuck up, like dumbass. But like, um, because obviously this podcast is so depressing this week. Single player. <laughs> look, because we're tired. We're tired and grumpy, dude. We're we are over. tired. And grumpy. This is like, this
1: is the tired old man podcast. Yeah, week.
0: exactly. Like the but because obviously you know I don't know. I don't even know what this fucking take is. it's like single player games are amazing. What the fuck? Anyway, moving on. <laughs> now they got me. They got me, dude.
1: Exactly. Come on, video games. Pull your finger out. <laughs> back up there.
0: What a shit week for video games. But either way,
1: it's, we've got the Boys and Stranger Things, which are two iconic shows rolling out at the moment. Um, both absolutely smashing it, by the way. Like, in... So many ways. Mm. You've not caught up with either, have you?
0: I've I so I've not actually watched the boys. I've seen what's been happening though, and it sounds like really good. Like the reveals and the twists and stuff. A it's bit. great. Like, the commentary's I mean,
1: been very good, apparently. Like, it's great. The character Frenchie is like smashing it again. He's like my favorite character. I love Frenchie. Yeah, because uh, he's he's like the attack dog, but he's sort of aware that he's the attack dog. Yes. Um, exactly. and he's in love with the <laughs> other attack dog. Yeah, uh, the, the female Kimiko. Yeah. Uh, who's lost her powers, and then she sort of gets them back. Oh, really? Uh, but she doesn't want her powers, she hates her powers, so she tries to get rid of them, and then she's like, oh, actually, I quite like them. Yeah. Gets them back. Um, sorry for spoilers, but, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, so those two characters have been really, really cool. I'm not going to spoil any, any other part of it, because there is so much stuff that happens in this show, uh, and it's just it just keeps pushing over the line of, like, what should be allowed on TV. Yeah. Uh, at some points, so there's been stuff that's happened that I don't think is allowed on TV. Really? Uh, yeah, like... um uh, to be as generic as possible, I'm pretty sure there are rules about showing visibly, like killing children. Oh, I, I'm sure there's rules against that. Yeah, yeah. But I think they've broken that rule. I think. Oof. Not sure though. I think they have.
0: Yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, yeah, I mean, you'll see when you I, watch yeah a I need bit. to catch up with it. So, so, so
1: the boys, amazing. <laughs> Stranger Things. I've just watched the last episode and just finished season four. Um. It, the whole thing is like multiple movies knitted together some of it goes on for way too long and some of the characters you can see that they haven't really worked out why they're still there anymore yeah um but for the most part very solid show like a really good season this time as is, well and they they've they've managed to wrap all the stories together now as well
0: is that so i remember hearing it was like split into two halves right uh, does yes. that mean volume 2 is now out yes it's out yeah. ah okay cool cool so Volume 2
1: is just two episodes by the way
0: okay so it, but basically it's it's done like season 4 is over
1: I, th- I think so, yes. I, th- I mean, I'll need to double check. I think it's done. Yeah. Uh, let just have a look. Stranger Things season four. I mean, it- it's definitely got to, like, a season ender. Mm. Uh, it ends on a bit of a cliffhanger, which is quite nice. Okay, so um, there will be a season five. I wasn't sure probably, if this was, like... Absolutely. Like, like, you'll get to the end of it, and there is no way there couldn't be a season five.
0: Yeah. I, w- I uh, wasn't sure if they were, like, now nah, we're done here with Strangers, and, like, Stranger Things is coming to an end. But, I mean, it's also one of the most popular... Franchises on Netflix, it, so. it,
1: um, mm. they they've managed to make it so that it's going to go on for a long time.
0: Yeah, I heard, if, I, if I saw to. some like news headlines about things like saying it's like getting MCU level kind of thing. Yes, yeah. oh yes, yeah. yeah thank yeah. you for
1: saying that because I wasn't going to say it. I didn't know if that was a spoiler. No, no, they, no. they've absolutely gone the MCU route, like hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That this is now going to be like there's going to be spin offs. There's going to be side stories, sub-stories, there's going to be movies, there's going to be all kinds of bollocks coming out of this for the next thing, but mm. they, they've opened up the Stranger Things universe now. Yeah. Like, it's, it's become a universe rather than... It's, I'm not saying multiverse because I no. don't think it's multiverse. Yeah. But, you know, Stranger Things has the standard world and the upside down. Yes, yeah. It's yeah, obviously yeah. The, the alternate dimension of the real world, which we know from the show. Yes. Um, it, it's now those two things are now... The, the lines are blurred between what they are.
0: Right, okay, cool.
1: So... It could very easily just open up into an infinite thing. Yes, and they've like, done a good yeah. job of making it into like a very future-proof fran- franchise.
0: No, yeah, smart.
1: Yeah, I'd highly recommend it. it. It just takes a long time to get through the the, the season because instead of being twenty episodes, it's nine. Yeah, and each one is so long. God, um, how long are they? Like the episodes?
0: i don't know, like an hour or something.
1: A oh, way over an hour, like an hour and a half to two hours per episode. Oh, they're like now. movies. Yeah, it's movie right. e- easily movie-length each episode. Holy shit. Um, yeah, it's 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 long. That's a lot. <laughs> but the- you can definitely see the budget has gone through the stratosphere. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, right.
0: it is the thing. It is the yeah. Netflix thing. But also, really um, thing. another thing I saw relate to Netflix was that... Did you see that um, Into the Breach, the game by the FTL guys... Um, I know I know of it, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's getting an update, an advanced edition, which is f- for free on everything, which is fucking exciting and that's great. However, it is also coming to mobile, which is great news, but weirdly enough, it's only coming to mobile if you have a Netflix subscription. Which is like, when did Netflix start doing... Apparently, and I googled it, apparently Netflix has been doing this for ages, but I don't know how that will work. Like, is it like... You go on the app Just store and you download the account. game. Yeah, do you have to link your account to, yeah. like, your Netflix account when you launch the game or something, I guess? Yeah, yeah. I and mean, that's pretty
1: much how it works, isn't it? Like, you yeah. link your account, you get all the benefits.
0: I guess. It's like, but I don't know how that... No, but as in, like... I'm, I'm talking about it from a tech side, right? Of, like, you know, like, if you... Like, do you, is that on the app level? I'm assuming it's not on the, like, actual store level. Like, there's not a Netflix store. Where you download the game, right? No, it's like... it's, it's probably on the app level. Like, I, I reckon anyone could download the app, but logging in will be what is required. Right, and yeah. Logging in will then unlock whatever the content is. Okay, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. That makes sense. So, but yeah, because yeah. as I would love to play that game on mobile, but I guess I'll need to see if I can. I'll see. I'll see if like a Netflix, like I. I think I. Yeah, I already have a Netflix subscription, so I just cancel mine again because I only kept
1: it live for. Um... For Stranger Things, and the cost of Netflix now is like sixteen pound a
0: month. Yeah, that's way too expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to cancel right. a bunch of my other subscriptions. Just keep forgetting to do like Now TV. Yeah, I, I'm
1: going through and canceling load of them at the moment. Like I've cancelled Disney Plus, Netflix. Um, it's just too many. It's it's too many. and Everything's way too expensive now. Yeah, I, it... I can't afford all this stuff. Oh okay. man.
0: Well, anyway, <laughs> like that's uh It feels like this has definitely been a quite a. You know, on the Run when I said it. the low and slow, <laughs> yeah, the low and slow podcast has definitely gone <laughs> had some low things, but you know, nothing like a bit of a rant. Occasionally. Oh, actually, on a positive
1: note, I've just noticed if anyone has Amazon Prime, mm. um, Maniac Mansion, the remake is uh, free on Amazon Prime. Ooh! So if you go on Amazon Prime Gaming, which is gaming.amazon.com, Yes. You can claim Maniac Mansion. There we awesome. go. There you Look go. There's a big thing. There's, There's a plus. See, and you thought you were wasting your time listening to this podcast. But yeah, were, you shout outs, instant value. All right. So, oh, and you get an Overwatch
0: loot box as well, a legendary one. Oh, nice. oh yeah, you get loads of. Oh yeah, it's like you actually get quite a lot of stuff with Prime Gaming, which is quite cool. You
1: do, but it's gone from being cool, unique stuff to just a load of trash. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, like, so for me, the, I mean, realistically, the only thing I really use it for is like in League of Legends. You just get a bunch of free shit. Yeah, you get all the there.
1: the. The claimable skins
0: and whatnot, don't? Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Which is, also reminds me. I need to do that right now.
1: Well, actually, for me, I do use Amazon Prime Game for one thing, and it's a game called Guild of Dungeoneering. What is that? I at? got it. I got it for free like years ago, and it is absolutely beautiful. This game is. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's a. It's like a card based game. It's, it's very much like Hearthstone. Um, oh, I have heard of this game. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's lovely. It's Hearthstone, but with like a sketchbook uh, style. Mm. it's just really good it's a really nice
0: simple game very easy to play and very enjoyable oh man i might I pick this it. up play like, right now
1: it's great with the expansion though definitely get the expansion with it
0: yeah is it wait is it on switch might be i'd imagine it is now yeah this game was... it's very
1: very good i, I love this game Like I, i've put so many hours into this game as well
0: yeah this game looks really cool it's really, lovely. really cool yeah, yeah, yeah lovely game right well, there you go. That's what I'm doing. This there week. you go.
1: So much value this week in the so, podcast. Yeah. From what we thought was going to be trash, we've delivered gold.
0: Yes. It should be our motto. <laughs> from, <laughs> from the trash, we bring gold. <laughs> yeah, we rise from the trash. <laughs> we rise from the trash. Uh, but yeah, you can, I guess sign us out.
1: Cool. I'm done.
0: So, yeah, the, thanks everybody for listening. It's been uh, episode 62 of the Sunfire Tavern podcast. Uh, you can follow us on. Sorry, I'm still stalling because I'm bringing up the thing. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunfire Tavern. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify and Google Podcasts. And you can always use the link in the description below to um, uh, send us your questions, comments, whatever. Tell us thank you for giving us gold from the trash. You know, you can just you you can use that link to do that. But yeah. Uh, You got anything left, Clark? Any, Any closing comments? No, just, I
1: don't know why my voice went all squeaky then. No. (laughs) No. Uh, Just, it's been
0: lovely. Yeah. As always. Right, I think we're both going to go go take some naps. So, alright. See you there, everybody. Bye. Bye.